The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Mark Grody. I love that Bryce Young talked about his uh, his size today. He had to answer to it, of course. Again, I, I've been this size, uh, you know, respectfully my, my whole life. I've been this size, respectfully, <laughs> my whole life. It's a hard hat holidays. Respectfully. That's a man child. You're such a baby. You're a, a, I'm not you're a, a grown man baby. Are you saying I'm a man child? I've been this size, uh, you know, respectfully my, my whole life. That's inaccurate. That is inaccurate. Right? Maybe since he was 14, uh, though. Well, I don't know, but I think, like most of us, he started a lot smaller. A lot smaller. And, <laughs> and then kind of slowly built up to where he is right now. Why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay. Maturation yeah. is a process. Yeah. Uh, I, I put that quote on on Twitter this morning as well, and I had some doozy responses like, man, feel bad for his mother. I feel sorry for your mother. What you say about my mama? You feel sorry for who? Wow. Give birth to a a six-foot child. Yes. Mrs. Phillips, let me see if I can explain. You gave birth to what we call in the medical profession a dude. (laughs) How do you, folks? Name's Ted Brogan. Ted Brogan? We were going to name you Michael. Yeah? Well, it's Ted Brogan. Check me out. I'm packing. Woo! Thanks, daddy That's your umbilical cord. Ew. Hey, Doc, a little help? Don't want, don't want, don't want, don't want, don't want no short man. I've been this size, uh, you know, respectfully my, my whole life. One, two, three. And here, here we go, go Jeff. Here we go. Here we go, Jeff. Here we go, Tony. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Saw you guys were taking quotes pretty literally on Friday. We were. Yeah, it's good. We were, absolutely. It was not that size his his whole entire life. And someday, someone is going to say that they happen to have the Jesse Rogers quote with Antonio Alfonseca on cassette. Yeah. Because it's going to be a great day. Oh, it's going to be a great day. I I just live uh, in, in waiting for that day. How long have you had six fingers on each hand? On my life. It's a great question, a great answer. It does not exist in audio form. I consider it the great white whale of score radio. Really? Of score audio drops, yeah. Do you agree with that, Tanny? Is that the number one pick if you could find anything from the station's history? Well, if it's today, it was the first thing I wanted to find this morning. (laughs) Like, I ran a search on my entire hard drive with the old audio archive of our last system, and it was not in there. Wow. So, like, because that goes back from, like, 2004. This is really inside baseball here. But so that was, like, 03 season, I'm guessing. So, like, yeah, we don't have that. That wasn't part of the old archive. So. Now it's like it's irritating that I couldn't find it to be honest with you. Oh That's my why God. I omitted all the talk about it from the open. Yeah, of course. I don't want to think about it again. But thanks a lot. <laughs> Sorry about that. But it's good that. to have the dialogue because now people, if they have it, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Somebody's going to say, I happen to be taping that day for whatever reason. Well, Tanny has a longstanding policy. If you have any tapes of any kind, Send them in. Absolutely. You yeah. want you were taping to hear the heavenly body spot, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, if you have any old score tapes from what, what do you what do you need? Pre, like 2004 and earlier? Yeah. So, like, right? 2004 and earlier, if you have anything of the score on tape, Tanny will take it. We'll uh, we'll cover your shipping if uh, if you needed to, to to get it here. So get, that's great. Get, you get Dave Matthews tickets too. Yeah, yeah, you got some <laughs> Dave Matthews tickets, and uh, I'll cover the shipping. Shane, Shane, big timed me this morning on the street. No, it was I didn't. outrageous. Really nope. outrageous. He pulled a you to nope. Anthony Heron. Well, he, he nodded at me. 
and just kept going completely. So it, I felt big time. I was like, okay, that's what we're doing now. All right, I guess that's just Shane. Okay, but it's not like we were walking on the same side of the sidewalk. I was walking toward you, crossing the street to go uh, east on Lake. Yeah. You were walking toward me. I am a quicker walker than you are. That's you true. had your headphones on. That's true. I gave you a head nod. We're going to the same place. Yeah. So we're going to the same place. You we're didn't about return to, the head nod. We're about to hit the same corner at the exact same time. Would you slow down and walk with one of us, or at least greet us, if you ran into Tanny or Shane? Oh, or you guys me? were going to the same place. Yeah. I mean, we're here. I, but I, I, thought, I thought you were maybe leaving work to go. No, no, no. no, no. We were walking toward each other. Both on our way. I'd be making a left on Lake. He'd be making a right on Lake. As but it, he had his headphones uh-huh. on. I'm a quick walker. Tanny can attest to that. I, right. walk, I walk pretty fast. But here's the thing, No, Speed. hold on. Luckily for me, I actually was going to go to the CVS, and I chose to exactly. do that. But you know why I extra chose to do that? Because I didn't want to walk like 20 steps behind you like a jackass. You know what wow. I mean? Seeing my own coworker just doesn't want to be seen with me no, or walk with me into the building. That's not it. The, the, there are, you understand how I felt, Danny? I do understand how you there felt. There are countless yeah. occasions where I've walked up to the building and you've been in the plaza on the phone or something. So I thought, Uh-oh. hey, he stops and makes his last phone call here down by the doors before he goes in. Uh-oh. I'm not going to walk with you and have you stand there with you <laughs> while you call Christine or whomever you're calling. And then I'm going to go up. <laughs> I, I didn't big time you. You didn't return the head nod. I, yes, I did. You did I very consciously returned. I gave you like a, that, that's a nod. I raised my head like that. You didn't. There was no head nod return. And you know what now speaks? No, I didn't want to be seen with you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man. No, sim- simply I'm just, a, I'm just a quicker walker. Yeah, you're a very quick and angry walker. Yes. Um, it, it, you're quick and angry. You got to act big so you don't get mugged in this city in broad daylight. Oh, my God. I got off the elevator right behind uh, Tanny today, and he was like five steps in front of me, and, uh, and we walked together. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're humans. Yeah. You're well, natural, normal <laughs> humans. I mean... We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't talk the whole time. That's fine. Yeah, yeah but we did. We did walk together. Hmm. Uh, uh, side side question. Shane did the nod like he went his head down, looking at me. Yeah, and, and then you I, went up. I went up. Hmm. Right. Those both qualify as the same thing. Is that a, are these those both the nod or those both acceptable or do I owe him a nod downwards? That might be my subconscious because it's said that a nod up is more friendly than a nod down. Oh, dude. you nod down to the people you don't know. You nod up to like your. Well, that might be my subconscious. Just so, so you, know, you don't know Speaks, or you I, don't like I know him. him. No, your entire vibe was I am going to work and I will not be stopped. Like, there's a relentlessness about the way you were walking. Yeah, and I I was not going to get in your way. So yeah. Yeah, no. Just a little, a little distaste. No, I, 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 would you have, would you have given a different nod to Tanny? I would have stopped and hung out with him for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We would, have, we would have grabbed the chair in the plaza. Yeah, we would have had a cocktail down yeah. at the bar down there. Yeah. Right down the smart bar, whatever it's called. Oh, God. Right. That makes sense. No, no, I wouldn't have done that. It, I, I was going to be, Speaks, I was going to be seeing you a minute later when we go up to our shared office uh-huh. space. I didn't think we had to start the day by walking together after you already called me this morning <laughs> to see how, how garlic cone fee works. What? Can I, can I just spread it? Yeah, Again. you could spread it on. Some, where do I put it? <laughs> In the fridge. <laughs> That's true. I've been cooking a lot. We I mean, had our first conversation of the day already. Yeah, I've been cooking a lot, and I've been like trying to be creative and and curious, and it's helping me lose weight to like care about the food and cook it and stuff. And Shane's been my spiritual guide. How on many a few people things. reach out to you for food questions a day? It's multiple a day. Yeah, yeah, multiple. And for those listening who do, and I haven't gotten back to you, I try to get back to everyone. But when it's like. 
four people in a day asking for different recipes or different tips, it's a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I used to respond to everyone, but now it's like four or five times more than what I used to get. Yeah, you're, you're it's a lot. Uh, text but Speaks did send a picture of his eggs. They were beautiful. They were, weren't very they? well cooked. I felt very good about those. Thank you very much. And and your approval meant the world to me. Just didn't want to walk with you and talk about them. <laughs> Texters saying that you can't blame Shane for not wanting to be seen with a guy wearing a giant bicycle helmet while walking. True, it's a good point. He didn't have his helmet on. He had his big over-the-ear headphones on. I did. My wicked hum. Uh, cheap beats. The cheap beats. Super cheap. All right. You know, you know you've know, you bought those. Yeah. The uh, um, yeah. the airport ones when you forgot the <laughs> actual ones. Absolutely. How yeah. many pairs do you have? Uh, just two. Okay, that's not yeah. bad. Yeah. That's not bad. I've had more. I lost what I thought was my third time losing AirPods. <laughs> Steph was like, you can't get a fourth pair of AirPods. I'm like, watch me. <laughs> and, then, and then I found them. And then I, and I've, then been, I, I've been cut off from AirPods as well. <laughs> yeah. So they I make like, it very hard to lose them, by the way. You can track them. You can track each pod. How do you lose AirPods? Can you now? How yeah. do you track AirPods? On the oh, Find My Phone feature on your phone. Wow. What? That's, well, ins- I le- that's insane. I le- one pair I left on an on a airplane that was in Europe. So I don't think I could have gotten those back. I would have no. told you where they were. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere in the world? Atlantic really? Ocean. Yeah. yeah, okay. Interesting. And call somebody. Excuse me. <laughs> you have my AirPods. All right. Well, that's that's an interesting hmm. note. Maybe I could find my old AirPods. It'd be valuable. I could, now I could go from having one pair to two again. They're probably dead now, though. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while since that first pair. Uh, Mike Clevenger hey, will not be punished by Major League Baseball. For obvious reasons, we will address this. We should address this. We'll give you all the statements that people have and what we think this means going forward ahead of Adam Hogue recapping the combine at 3 o'clock. We also have a White Sox player uh, awkwardly navigating the Mike Clevenger stuff as well. Yes, we do. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Which is so amazing and loved by everyone. Afternoons on the score. We'll talk to Adam Hogue in 15 minutes. Some statements here to just kind of set up the conversation on Mike Clevenger, which is obviously strictly from a baseball perspective, good news for the White Sox. Uh, We'll start with Mike Clevenger's statement first. I am pleased that Major League Baseball has concluded its investigation. I had nothing to hide and cooperated fully with MLB. This situation has been stressful for my family, and I thank them for their strength and support. I asked everyone not to rush the judgment until MLB's investigation was concluded, and I appreciate everyone who had faith in me, including the White Sox organization and my teammates. I'm looking forward to the 2023 season and helping the White Sox win a championship this year. And then the White Sox said the Chicago White Sox respect that the joint policies of MLB and the MLBPA govern this matter. We accept the conclusion of the thorough, months-long investigation conducted by the commissioner's office with respect to Mike Clevenger. Per the terms of the joint policy, the White Sox will not comment further on this matter. End quote. So uh, he is apparently going to also volunteer to go get some treatment. Yeah, let me add that as part of the MLB statement. As part of his path forward, Mr. Clevenger has voluntarily agreed to submit to evaluations by the joint treatment boards under the collectively bargained policies and to comply with any of the board's recommendations. And so I, I think that and he cooperated fully with MLB, which you read in his statement. So I think those things are interesting. So like. There is some gray here into what they discussed, and he has agreed to work with them to maybe further the conversation, if need be, on, on certain levels. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, obviously we talked to Olivia Feinstead, and obviously she made a lot of allegations, and she said she wanted to get her stuff back and for Mike to get help. And if Mike is going 
and doing some of those types of things in terms of like participating with uh, those programs that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's part of what she was looking for. And, you know, we said it that day. We said it before we had her on. Uh, I know I said it after we had her on, too. It kind of felt like how this was being reported and how they were playing this, that everyone kind of expected that this day was coming. You know, and Olivia even said, she's like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to take out my phone and record it? Right. Um, and and, and that's know. why when they talk about, it, 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 like, if there is new, barring uh, any further evidence, barring the receipt of any new information or evidence... Because and they they looked at thousands of electronic communication records. That's what they had. Yeah. So I mean, it's obviously good for the White Sox. We haven't talked to Olivia Feinstead, but I mean, she said, you know, she's like, let's let's not get it twisted here. Like, me and my baby eat off of Mike's paycheck, so I don't know. But she didn't seem to really want his career to be over or anything like that. She mm-hmm. just wanted to tell her story, uh, get her things back, and have him get some help. So hopefully, and we don't know this, but hopefully. Uh, this is the end of that saga and a story that is resolved to her. I mean, satisfaction is probably not the right word. I don't know that anyone's satisfied when those types of ugly allegations are made and there's a kid involved and all that. But, like, hopefully she's okay with this outcome and got close to what she wanted out of it because, uh, you know, I feel for her, mm. right? Young, young woman, young kid uh, dealing with those sort of things. And now Mike can go on and hopefully – better himself and uh, be in a position to contribute to the White Sox moving forward. And, and I, I hope that he's in a position to contribute to his child and that relationship. And, and I, I hope that he, he steps up and, uh, and they find a way to, to work together on, for the welfare of that child, yeah, which, is, he, which is the whole point of the thing. And you alluded to the player on the White Sox stepping through it. I felt bad for Lucas Giglio. Oh, yeah. let, let's, let, let, let's play. So this is him off the field. The news had come out. He had been pitching in a in a spring game, and he and he's asked about the uh, the the news that uh, Mike Clevenger was not going to be suspended, and that the investigation was closed. Well, yeah, I mean it's good news for our club because you know we'll, he'll be in our rotation and be able to help us win games. Um, but yeah, I mean that's kind of what we were waiting for, just for the MLB MLBPA the joint uh, you know committee or to to you know, do their investigation, come to the conclusion, they came to the conclusion, and now we go from there. Is it a distraction in any way, or do you think it still could be? Or I don't see it that way. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, we handle our business in here. We take, we take care of what we need to take care of and do our best to block outside noise. You know, that's, that's part of being a player. So, yeah. And then he later felt the need to talk about how much he – didn't want to understate it and he was just coming off the field and uh takes domestic violence very seriously he was answering just from a baseball standpoint that's too bad that he felt he had to go back nice of him to do he's a he's a thoughtful guy Mm -hmm. uh, a likable guy i didn't he was asked a baseball question about it i i didn't think that he said anything there that was offensive no i don't think so either I i don't i don't think so either i think I think what what he did though by coming back and talking about it like any human might have to try and like kind of um, put it in perspective if you're seeing sudden reaction that you that you didn't expect that you downplayed it or right, whatever he right. felt like he was seeing what yeah. he, what he did was he confirmed the fact that it is a distraction <laughs> right yeah, at well, least at least for at least for that day at least for that day there's a professional ball player who's not focusing on himself and what he needs to do at least for that day and for that moment and we'll see and if if 
if he then like that that is the definition of it like if he if Clevenger gets booed or there's you know I don't know if there's going to be I don't doubt that there'll be protests or who knows if I'd there'll be, be anything I'd be surprised if there's anything like that as well but the, the more times that these guys are asked questions about that and then they're worried about saying it and whatever they say yada yada then it does end up being a little bit of a distraction yeah but I I would think man the, the, these guys would be able to compartmentalize it they do with so many other things yeah and. It's far enough from the start of the season. Again, just talking about it now from the baseball standpoint. I I think it's probably close to being over as a distraction. Like, is, like, is like Mike Clevenger going to get heckled on the road? Maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know, but it, I, don't, I don't think he's going to get booed at home. Well, let me, let me say a couple things real quick just um, before about the statements and stuff like that. Um, or just to sort of backtrack for a moment. Um, I, I've said this before, and you have too, but I don't, I don't want to speak for you. I, I certainly stand by the choice to put her on and give her a voice that day because yeah. he had a voice that day. And so he chose to say what he did, and then she chose to say what, what she said. And I also, as a guy who like said you know, when they signed him and then, I still think for, for character issues, there are plenty of character issues and things to worry about with Mike Clevenger. This does not fully exonerate him from, you know, being being a guy who is it is challenged by character issues and maturity issues. So I still don't like that they signed him very much. Just want to double down on that little bit of it. That like from a, a, a team chemistry perspective and from a what you're trying to do perspective. I wish they had not signed him because I personally would not have gone that way. And I think it's going to be awkward for a lot of White Sox fans to to cheer for a guy. Um, but, you know, that that I just wanted to make sure that I, that, I, that I added that in. Now, in terms of what that is going to look like in the future, because yesterday, Danny, I saw a lot of White Sox fans saying, ugh, like being disgusted by the statement and the ruling and everything. I don't know whether they wanted – you know, it, I think they dreamed of him being off the team is, is, is something that I'm realizing that I see the reaction. They dreamed of it going away, and it's not going to go away. He's going to pitch every fifth day if he's healthy, and he'll be in your life and part of your team all year, and there's some discomfort there for White Sox fans. I, I believe that to be the case, and I think that we have to all do some mental gymnastics the more we get access to these guys and learn about the players and the owners and the people that in and around your teams, mm-hmm. it's very, very rarely just clean. You know, there's, there, it's very rare that you're just being able to be like, they're all good guys <laughs> and the billionaire owner who owns the team's also awesome. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it's very, very rare for that situation to, uh, unfold for a fan base and it sucks if mm-hmm. that's the case it does feel like it was able to be avoided even if they didn't know about these allegations there were certainly enough things and they said it they're like yeah we saw some immaturity issues yep uh with them and they decided to sign him anyway because for 12 million bucks on a one-year deal with an upside arm they felt like it was the right play and from a baseball standpoint we'll see we'll see if it is and it's it feels like Jalen carter calculus on some level right as you're drafting somebody or as you're signing somebody you think about all that stuff there's yeah, there's hundreds of examples of it, right? You just do you do the risk reward, and then you take the value of the player and what you think that they can produce for you on the court or the field, and you you make a value judgment. And the White Sox have certainly made theirs. Adam Hogue was at the combine. All the measurables are in. He talked to people about the Bears, what he heard about the Bears, the NFL, and how we expect this thing to go. Adam Hogue for polls position next on the score.